0: Show, friend of the show, my buddy DJ Taylor, coaches floats and tides out there in the big west coach, my man. How life out there in Cali, man.
1: The sun's shining. That's about the only good thing. The sun is shining, and uh, you know, this virus is still running rampant, and we're still trying to be active and still trying to do our deal. I mean, the virus got us yesterday. We were supposed to play our first game um of the season and and uh it got canceled because one of the other team or the other team, one of their players tested positive. So uh, we're trying to find the uh, the good with the bad and, and make the best out of the situation.
0: I hear that because you got a game on tomorrow and a game on yeah. Sunday. So yeah. how's it going to be for you, man, trying to get you guys out there and see what you have to work with finally. It's a of playing each other. It's sick of scrimmaging each other, drilling each other. So they want to see somebody different finally. So how's it going to be for you and you guys?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I told our team the other night I, I was going to wear a, a helmet and a, and a face mask with a chin strap and a mouthpiece because I think they're going to throw the ball all over the place. So we uh, we definitely uh, shall see. You know, it'll be good for them um, to, to play somebody else because they are, are a little bit leery and weary of playing each other, I should say. Um, so they know what each other is doing and so on and so forth. So to play somebody else, I think will give us another opportunity to put some stuff on film and then learn from and then try to try to grow and develop and try to be better, you know, for league time, which starts uh, December, December 27th to 28th. So, um, you know, any, anything is, is possible, but I I do expect our guys that will play hard um, and trying to mimic some of the concepts that we've been practicing for the last month.
0: You guys had to pause for a bit there. So how was that having to pause, get you guys you, know, you already was delayed because of state rules and then you get back and then you have to pause and they lose that shape so how's it been getting them back conditioned and having to remember what you have already put in prior to,
1: to the pause you know it's it's been a, it's been a frustrating process you know not only for me i think for the guys you know for them to work as hard as they worked for the short amount of time that they worked and, and get ready and get geared up mentally to try to you know play somebody else and, and learn each other as we do that, I, that that's been frustrating i think but um, this group um, in a lot of ways probably better than i have have understood the significance of the virus and and understood the uh, the significance of having the pause and um, but still trying to be better for it you know we had a couple of zoom meetings and and we watched some film together i think more importantly we, we talked about what it is that we want to stand for and i think we looked at a couple of the games that were being played and why teams were winning and why teams were losing and once we got on the floor, we tried to mimic that. And like you said, the conditioning factor is the biggest thing, um, the biggest drawback, if you will, because guys aren't in shape. And, and we don't expect them to be. We just expect them to go hard. And when they can't go hard anymore, hey, take, take your time out or, or ask for a sub. And then, you know, we'll get the next guy in there. But I think learning how to pivot is the biggest thing. You know, as a program, just trying to pivot. Like, for instance, yesterday, I mean, we found out at shoot around. We were in the middle of shoot around, and they came in, and they, they said that uh, – that the school uh, had a player to test positive and and you know we had to learn how to pivot. Um, I still kept it going in terms of the shoot around and and the rest were coming so why not just scrimmage each other and just make the best out of it and see what's going to happen in 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 an effort to try to get us ready for tomorrow.
0: Most definitely and also you know trying to put in your offense and defensive concepts I know how has that been I know you know, trying to you can't put in everything you want because practice has been limited, right? So, trying to play more basic, more simple, keep, keep, kind of play fast and but not too complex. How has that been trying to get you guys to get in that mindset, knowing that everything is not in that you want to have in right now?
1: Again, it's <clears throat> it's frustrating just simply because we have the virus, and, and and then also beside the virus, we also have four or five guys that that have been out, and so slowly trying to integrate them back into some semblance of shape, but then also trying to get to learn each other. And so it's been it's been crazy, man, to say the least. I think um, we've dumbed down what we're doing offensively and defensively as a staff. And then, you know, I find ourselves getting mad at certain things and, and realizing and recognizing, hey, man, you didn't spend any time teaching that. So these guys don't know. So, so what we're trying to do is just really focus on what we've taught them, really, really simplify that and then hold them accountable to those things. And then whatever happens, it happens. You know, for instance, um, you know, getting through a certain type of screen, you know, hey, that's going to happen. You're just going to have to navigate it and and see what you can do best. You know, now we will talk about that. You know, there's a way to do it as it happens. But there's a lot of things that are going to happen throughout the course of the game that you're probably not prepared for because of the lack of time uh, for preparation. But but, but one thing I, I heard Scott Brooks um, say a long time ago and and I think it is true today um, that you it's easy it's hard it's hard to play well it's really really hard to play well but it's easy to play hard it is very easy to play hard and so we're trying to focus our group on those things and those concepts that we have uh, put into uh, effect and just really just go out there and play uh, I told our team yesterday I said hey man like we've been teaching you guys and showing you guys things so why don't you show us something like what you're good at, what it is that you do. And so um, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but um, it got our guys to play hard. And I thought we got a, got a pretty good workout in last night. Oh, yeah, I'm
0: maximizing their strengths and not focusing on the weaknesses is a good thing to do. That's how my dad was as a coach. He always tried to find out what guys was good at. And try to put them yeah. on positions, positions to be good, kind of like what D'Antoni does with, with his Rockets and the Phoenix and wherever. Y'all try to play the guy's strengths, so I think that's a great idea for the young men and keep them happy, so that all something positive happening. So I feel like it's a, a great approach if you ask me.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're trying. We're we're trying, and and it's almost like throwing darts in the dark. You know, we don't know what's going to work, what's not going to work. But I do think, you know, like you said, trying to simplify things and and try to get them to play their strengths and stay away from or avoid their weaknesses and and just try to play hard.
0: Most definitely because you're out there playing basketball, man, them young men loving that, man, because, you know, this has been a trying year for yeah. all of us, right? And just be out there to be able to play basketball and make those young men excited. So I thought those young men should be hyped, know that Friday night, all things willing, they'll be out there putting that floats and jersey yeah. for the first time this year and getting it in. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, it's, it's, it's- you know, one of the things that we discovered throughout the course of the the quarantine, the last one we had to take was just that, you know, this this opportunity can be taken from us at at a moment's notice, and things could change. Um, and, And fast forward to us shooting around in preparation for Wednesday game, I had just discovered like seven or eight, I think it's seven guys, they had never been in our locker room before, like their locker room. So trying to introduce them, so that's how... Fundamental that that things are right now, and and basic things are. But I do think you know everybody kind of put a smile on their face, and they just went out and they hoop. You know, the reason why we we fell in love with the game was to try to have fun and and go out and, and hoop. And so we're trying to trying to keep that at the forefront. It's it's, it's hard, obviously, because you got all kinds of things going on. But trying to keep keep that uh, at the forefront and, and of your mind and having fun and, and playing. Uh, for each other is, is really important.
0: Most definitely. And also, man, you know, the Big West, I like what you all are doing out there is playing those, back, those back-to-back games. How's it going to be for you coaching them back-to-backs for the first time and shit like that? Uh, besides those MCEs that you all played <laughs> in non-conference, how's it going to be for you guys to know each weekend back-to-back there?
1: I think it'll be, you know, it, it, from a safety standpoint, it's probably the best thing that we can possibly do. Um, you know, the hard part will be playing a team Friday and then turn around playing them Saturday. That will be the hard part. But from a preparation standpoint, it'll be a little bit more familiar with our guys, to our guys, especially having eight new guys that, that aren't really sure, not, not understanding how we do things because of the lack of time. And so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that part of the process in terms of playing a team Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday. Um, and, and just preparing. And again, like like we always talk about, is just trying to do things that we can control um, and, and worry about the uh, worry about what it is that you can control. And then after that, I mean, it is what it is. You can't worry about that because you can't control it. So don't spend any time or energy towards it.
0: Most definitely. Now, I was talking to you about just a group you're part of, Advancement for Blasting Sports. Talk about it, ABS, and I think it's a great thing. I read the website, man. A lot of great initiatives, man. Come by what got you involved in that group and what are you all trying to accomplish out here, man?
1: Um, you know, I think I think it's a great, great opportunity for 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 advancement in black for blacks in, in sports. You know, I think it's a group that um, that is about us, that is for us. It was started um, in light of, you know, all the upheaval that we were seeing in in, in Minnesota and some of the other places in the country. But, but Gary Charles is a long time, very successful AAU coach. And he kind of had the idea and started it and put together a group of guys and, and, and women around him, which I think is really, really smart, but it's really, really important um, that we understand the significance of Black women. Um, and I think That's, they have a very prominent role in the advancement of Blacks in sports, um, but Blacks in general um as you as we know our, our vice president has been elected and, and she is is black and and so i i think it's kudos to biden to uh, <clears throat> to navigate what it is that we have to go through but again going back to gary charles and his vision um i couldn't be more proud to say that i am a part of that that organization because like most organizations they they have a rally and cry and and as soon as things or time progresses they kind of go away this group is not going away. They're, they're picking up steam, and, and they're really focused on, initially they were focused on just basketball. But now they're focused on all of the Olympic sports, um, gymnastics. They're, they're focused on all of the sports to give us an opportunity to, number one, have a say in what happens, but then also be an active participant um, from our perspective because we know we, we, we do everything, and we do it really, really well. And so for us now to to approach things the way that ABIS is approaching those things, I think it's really, really um, important. And it's a great opportunity um, because you'll see, I mean, football guys, you'll see basketball head coaches, you'll see volleyball head coaches, you'll see a little bit of everything involved for one common goal and one common um, thought, and that is the advancement of Blacks in sports. There's 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 nothing else going on. Other than the advancement of of us, and the thing I like about the the, the group the most is that they, uh, like I said, they're active. Um, we that we have subcommittees that are active participant um, on on issues and five not not a bunch of different issues. There's five issues that we are really really trying to push um, forward for for us and about us, and and we're focused on getting those things done. And like any other group, we we run up against. Um, some 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 potholes and some things that we didn't anticipate and we didn't expect but as you know i'm all about the struggle it's a part of the process you know i think we'll be able to look back after we accomplish what it is that we want we'll be able to look back and say dang we overcame that we encountered this and we overcame that and that is a true definition of what we're all about
0: i love the eyes uh, all those eyes, you, you go, go to A-B-S, We are abs.org you see all those eyes. Those really eyes, man. to me, say everything right there because yeah. those who deny those eyes were never on our side to begin with. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's how I see it. You know, yeah. I- 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 now, I'm going to be honest with you, Coach, and, I'll, you know, me and you are close and we're tight. I'll be real with you. Since this has gone down, my level of tolerance for those who want to Push other narratives has ceased. <laughs> I have no, there, there's no more tolerance for me to even give you opportunity, to even spew yeah. your narrative to me anymore because I, I can't do it because it's too crucial now. Now it's no, now you can't. Now it's not more being naive.
1: Yeah, there's no yeah. more excuses. Yeah, no, you I saw do, do, do. George
0: Floyd, Brown Taylor, and Arberry Arbery, R. Brooks here in Atlanta, and if you still telling me about both sides or yeah. there uh, the, uh thoughts and prayers or politics is not the end all be all. That's that screwed me, coach
1: privilege. <laughs> yeah, without <Good all laughs> question. Without question. I mean, you can mention those names that you mentioned, but but I think as of recent, of this this weekend, there was a young man that was that was killed. That's a that's an African American guy, and all he had was a Subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know it it just it, it baffles me that that we are so quick and and i shouldn't say we they are so quick to shoot and ask questions later they're yes. so quick to do away with us and ask questions later and you know for instance last night i was watching tv late the news um and and at, out here in california for, for some reason they always have these these chases, these high-speed chases. So, so a guy will steal a car or, or a young lady will steal a motorhome, whatever the case may be, and they go out through the city and they're driving crazy and putting all kinds of lives at risk and these things, and they chase them. My point is, why not pull up the next one and just shoot them? That's what they do to us. That literally is what they do to us. And notice one thing that I that, that I did not say was that the person that's driving or leading the high-speed chase, it's never us. It's never us. So they never shoot. But I guarantee you, guy getting a Subway sandwich, going on about his business, going home or thinking he's going home, now he's lost his life and all he did was get a Subway sandwich. And, and to me, it's just, it, it never it never goes away, number one. There are things that we're trying to do and, 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 and I love this time. It's unfortunate, but the time is really, really good for us to speak and understand this there's always two perspectives there's your and i perspective and then there is always the other side and they they believe just like you and i believe they believe and support um their their initiative whatever it is but in the same token i think there are people that are like us that think like us that that it's important that we recognize each other but we band together to try to deal with what it is that we want accomplished and move on Understanding that the other side is, is out there, understand that they believe the exact opposite, but those are the situations that we're fighting against. And I think it's imperative. And, I, and one of the initiatives that the advancement in black and, Blacks in sports has has really, really fought for is just us banding together. Yes. Us coming yeah. together and having one voice and, and creating one common denominator and one goal that, that we're trying to get accomplished. And, and um, again, I think this is the right time to do those things. This is the right time to not have a tolerance for BS. This is the right time to have the tolerance and, and use your voice to speak out and say, no, I don't believe that. In fact, I think that's wrong. I think you should not do that. You should do this. And this is what we're promoting. And, and that is that is what I'm most excited about with with, with that group in particular. Um, but, but us, Black people in general, they, there has to be some type of um goal that we're after and, and achieve that
0: and abis i love what you guys have with the grassroots that's what i'm doing right here in georgia with the elections here yeah. in georgia the grassroots because I'm, I'm going black voters, moderate new georgia project fair fight we're on the ground okay. here if you register to vote and we're not chasing those reagan democrats or those russ Belt. Right. we're chasing people like us who see it our way because I don't have time to change people on the vote by folks who vote for me anyway, right? So we're gotcha. trying to get people registered to vote who are seeing it our way, though the issues, and turn it out. And here in Georgia, one million people already requested an absentee ballot for this election on January the 5th. And yes, no it's, it's great you have Rafael like a pastor, John Ossoff, a, a Jewish businessman, to, trying to get a change in Georgia, and Daniel Blackman for Public Service Commission that helps us with our environment. So. We're here grassroots on the ground, finding people who see it our way, turning out more of our people, bringing, bringing our own people to the polls, to affect change, mm-hmm. trans- because politics affects everything, Coach, whether it's the streets you drive on, you school you go to, the zone of your neighborhood. So our mm-hmm. politics does not matter, to me, I hear privilege because it don't matter to you because you you good anyway. But for me yeah, yeah. and my people, our rights are on the ballot every time, my rights are on the line. So yeah. I have to keep about politics, who's yeah. getting in, who's getting out. So that's the message we're telling people here in Georgia to get people out to vote for Warnock, Ossoff, and Black on the fifth here.
1: Yeah, no, and I think I think it's really important. And one of the one of the initiatives that the ABIS um, talked about last week was was supporting Georgia. And just getting the information out there and creating a level of awareness for people to know. And and one of the things that we talked about in our meeting last week was trying to do just that, creating a level of awareness so that all eyes are on the state of Georgia and we can be active participants um, from your level, not from the top looking down, but from the bottom, the grassroots, getting the information out there and then not only getting the information out there, but what does that truly mean? what's the difference between Reverend Warnock and, and the other people on the on the ballot? Like, what is the difference? I, I was listening to them on Sunday speak a little bit. I think they had a debate. I think it was Reverend Warnock and, and yes. the other candidate. Yep. Um, and, and like you, I'm like listening to this and all I could hear from the other candidate was a sense of privilege. Like, that's all I could hear. You know, but from Reverend Warnock, I could hear the struggle. I could hear his pain and his pain is not just indicative of him, it's more about us. It's more about what we come from and, and no, no disrespect to the other side, but I can't relate to that because I don't come from that. I come from this perspective and this side of the fence and these, this is how I was raised. And, and that's, I think to your point, that's what we're trying to put out that, that every time there is an opportunity to vote, for every time there's an opportunity to, to have a voice, we need to take advantage of that. And I don't know that we are, we have been um, as successful as we are now. You know, for, for the state of Georgia to have a million, over a million um, absentee ballot requests. Already. That to me, that to me says that, that we're making a movement. It's not where we wanna end up, but it's better than where we were before all of this started.
0: And that's what the republicans playing the games with the, with the voter rolls here. 198,000 yeah. people were purged off the rolls here in Georgia. And some people yeah. who voted in November were purged after the election, had to re-register yeah. the vote. So yeah. I've had so many people had to re-register the vote since the last few weeks we've been out hitting streets here, Coach. Besides doing yeah. the show, I've been with the campaign trying to get people, with the grassroots, trying to get this done because for me, I want this done for help people of Georgia, help the country first and foremost, but help people of Georgia who needs it. Gives them yeah. hope here because outside of Atlanta, in Columbus, Savannah, making to a degree Augusta and Athens, people here are hurting bad, coach.
1: Yeah. They're yeah.
0: hurting. And <laughs> I I come from that hurt. I've been there. I grew up on Food sales Medicaid. I know what it is to, to not have, right? So no, no, no. I can't deal with people. Being hurting and being hungry and having asked me for money because you know, I'm a good guy, I'm gonna give you what you need. Because if I don't give it to you, Rob somebody else can take the end from them and rob them. So I already give it to you I, my success, keep them getting a, a charge, you can get you a job down the road. So for me, coach, yeah. it's so layered to why this is so important for us on so many levels.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that's important, and I think people uh, need to listen and understand and appreciate that, but also understand that you have an opportunity to be an active participant in changing those things. Don't just listen and just say, oh man, that's that's crazy. No, be an active participant. Um, and, and also understand, like I said, that the the other side, they're gonna do things to, to, to manipulate that. They're going to restructure, they're going to reorganize, they're going to do things that, that may seem daunting to us, but we have to keep the goal in mind and we have to keep the task at hand, and keep marching forward, and keep moving forward, no matter what comes our way. Um, that's one thing that I do understand. Like you, you know, no matter what, it, it, it doesn't matter. We've been taught to keep moving forward, and those that keep moving forward, they eventually, eventually, um, see some type of success. Not maybe not the success that we want, but we do see some level of change, some level of success.
0: And coach, you know what I hate? I would I hear coaches is when I get these text messages saying that. Why do you care so much? You've already made it. You have a good career. You have two good jobs. I'm like, I care because I was them. Mm-hmm. I'm a break from not being. The, I'm from break from not being where I'm at today. If I didn't catch the break I caught, I would still be struggling like my my people are. So I will never not be for my people. And I was just a funny. Culture they said, well Jay, you should just be a you should be a conservative because you make enough. You should worry about the money, the tax cuts. Like yeah. that's not me. I'm yeah. not sell out. Yeah. I'm for my people. I know where I came from and I know where I where I could be if I didn't have the role I have or the contract I have. I know yeah. <laughs> I know these things. So I will never slide my people to make you comfortable because I don't because I'm gonna be me no matter whether you like it or not. So trust me because I say I lost a lot of friends who don't look like me and you because I refuse to capitulate and be the shield or the token or go with their program because that's not me we had no uses this extreme and radical yeah. radically extreme I'm telling the truth about what's going on in this world yeah. <laughs> Radical and extreme yeah. come on now
1: yeah no they, they to me I, th- I think there's there's two things that you said there is, is, is hope you know, providing a level of hope for everybody for the future, that things will be better. But I think also uh, the important thing is is that you are utilizing your talent and utilizing your platform to help your people. It's not about you. It's about those that are around you. Nobody, in my opinion, are us back, back there. I don't want to be successful and celebrate by myself. Yes, I want other people around. I want them to celebrate a level of success. I want to celebrate their success. And I think that's the fundamental difference uh, in perspective is that it's not about you. It's about us and making sure that we can celebrate that everybody can participate at some level, um, in success. And I think that's what drives you. That's what, um, you know, that's, that's what drives me. And, you know, in the morning when my feet hit the floor, I, I, I'm ready to fight. You know, like I tell my team all the time, they think it's funny. But I literally, I really, I am ready to ball up my fist and fight. Get my marching orders and fight for what I believe in. And I believe yes. in us more than I believe in me. And that to me is a fundamental difference and a significant difference because it's not about me. It never is. It never will be. It's about those that look like me that don't have the opportunity to speak and 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 and, and say um, what it is that that's important to you, and what it is that's important to you is the betterment of the people that look like you that are around you. Never is it you.
0: Exactly. So with the show, Coach, I want a feature of coach like yourself, Coach Smith. You know, Shane Holloway at Saint Peter's. You know, Jeremy yeah. Ballard. I, I want you all to have a platform, knowing that you come to this show. You know you're gonna be treated with respect. Is talk about your program, talk about what you do. Show off your skills because you all are talented coaches, but guess what? They don't come to you all unless something bad happens.
1: No or you, or,
0: no or you win a tournament game, get in a tournament, they'll come to you then, yeah. right? But yeah. not just That's on true. a random December day. we gonna talk to Coach Taylor about ABS and his team, right? They ain't gonna do that right. for you because see, no. I feel like I wanna give y'all a, be a voice for the voices give y'all a platform so you all can come. No, this show in Atlanta here has your back. for the black coaches, whether it be this in the CIAA, the SIAC, the MIAC, the SWAC. Big West, wherever you're a black coach, you got home here on the Boss Man Show. That's what I want to do with my show, just for good, help you all advance you all going forward. Give This being Atlanta, none Atlanta. Now I'm not in the country, right? Yeah. People, one million listeners here in Atlanta, I want you all to hear about your story because it's so important what you guys have going on out here in your, your teams. It's very important yeah. to me to make sure you all have a platform here on this show.
1: Yeah, we appreciate that. We appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate the platform. And more importantly, I think we should highlight what it is that you are doing you know, your energy and your effort towards some of the issues is very, very important. And and we as coaches, you know, the first thing that people got to understand is that when I wake up, I don't wake up as a coach first. I wake up as a black man. Yes. Lives in a society that doesn't necessarily, as to Doc Rivers point, doesn't love us the same way that I love it. It does not respect me the same way that I respect it. And I am a coach second because now I'm in charge of a group of young men that look like me that are aspiring to have some level of success. And if I don't be an active participant and show them how that is done, shame on me, shame on me. And I'm not taking a shot at anybody else. I'm just telling you from my perspective, what my days are like as a coach, the thing that I've. Found and gotten familiar with probably over the last three or four years is that no, I don't coach. I'm everything but a coach. I'm a psychologist in some way. I'm a, a father figure in some way. I'm a, I'm a mentor. I'm a friend. You know, I don't. I don't care about or or I found I know this, but but our guys they don't necessarily care what I want to do with the ball screen or what the coverage is of the ball screen until they know. Does coach really care yes. about me? I brought a gentleman in the other day uh, in my office and I was super, super pissed at him. And I let him know. I let him know that he was underperforming academically. And in so many words, I told him that if he didn't get it together, he was going to get out. And most people think, dang, that's harsh. No, that's reality. That's the truth. And at 1115, you know who called me last night to speak and talk about basketball and talk about life? The same young man that three days ago I told, get it together or get out. Why am I telling you that? I'm telling you that because that young man knows that from this seat, I care. Yes. I care about his well-being, not just on the floor. Because on the floor, that, like we've seen, that you, that can be taken away from you at any point in time. Most definitely. But no one can ever take away your degree. Never, ever. If You earn it. Nobody can ever take that, that that away from you and they can never take away that experience that you went through to get it. And that's what I'm about. And that's what, what I'm most excited about for our program moving forward. Um, and most excited about these, this opportunity is to come on your show and talk about those instances and not necessarily talk about you know winning and losing and, and championships and so on and so forth. Championships are a byproduct of what you do every single day. And if you don't teach those young men how to operate within the confines of what they've been given, they don't know. They're not, they, they all they know is what they see. What they see is you know, everybody in there, or, or not everybody, but the guys in a nice suit and, and, and guys, guys, you know, doing what they do. That, 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 that's an Instagram story. Yes. Everybody puts the facade on that. You don't see the backstory of how they got there. You yes. don't even know if that's real or not. All you see is, the end product, so you think. Um, and so what, what What we're trying to do with with all of our guys is just trying to create a level of work, a level of work. My oldest daughter said it to me best. You know, I was upset with our team. And she was like, well, daddy, are, are they doing their best? Are they giving you their best? And I was like, wow. Wow. It's... How do you know that? What are you talking about? She's like, well, that's what you talk to me about. And to me, it like centered everything. And it made me come back to myself. And it said, you know, it, it made me think about, are they? Because if they're not, then that's what I should be upset about. Shouldn't be upset about, you know, knifing through a screen or tagging on a screen. I should be upset. Are you Are you giving your best, getting through that screen? However you do. That's what I should be upset about or, or, or happy about and celebrate.
0: Well, Coach, you know, I love this show. I can like talk to you all about the stuff. It's not just... The, the minutia of wins and losses. I want to talk to you about Definitely. the real. You know what uh, I'm saying? That's why I do it the way I do it. I don't try to do it like all the other hosts do. So no the little, I don't have no paper in front of me. I don't have no questions. I can <laughs> you like I, I, I tell you like a brother. I tell no you like I, I like a robot. I got a, a question list. I go, okay, this question is nah. We talk talk about life and go with it from there because that's no how doubt. that's how guys know who you are and one that want to yeah. play for you or not because you're being real, and authentic, not just the robot or the button up giving the can't answer of coach speak, and because that gets no tired doubt. real fast.
1: Real, <laughs> fast. real fast, real and and guys can see right through that. They can see right through that, it, it, like, like, like how we are and how we operate. That real, it's not for everybody. But for those that do want to participate and want to subscribe to what it is that we do, come on and let's work.
0: No doubt, but well, Coach Taylor, man, you're the best, man. I enjoy our business, man, always fun, good doing it on Zoom, which when people can see you, man, we can see yeah, you chopping up.
1: Bro. It. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> now, okay, Coach, I'm sorry about your team, man. I'm sorry about yeah. that, what we, what, we, what we saw on Tuesday night, bro.
1: Yeah, don't 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 even mention that. My brother-in-law was saying something about that, and I just totally ignored him. I'm like, yeah, I, don't even, I don't even know that we have a season. I I, I mean, it is. I, you know, I'm not even saying their name. I'm not even recognizing. I'm not either. <laughs> hey, 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 we got hey, Paul hey.
0: Chandler too, man. You know, which I told y'all off the record. I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm okay with them getting beat every week at Bloor Leeds. That's fine no by doubt. me.
1: No doubt. No hey, doubt. I'm you glad mean. you
0: all beat them. I'm
1: glad you yeah, did that. no doubt. i tell you what, they gave it to us, too. That we, we didn't win it. They gave it to us. <laughs> so, Damn, man. Hey, so
0: I'm proud of that for y'all for that. Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm good with that win. Come on yeah. with that win. Yeah, hey, no Coach, doubt. thank you, man, for your time. It was always, brother. Hey, be safe. We'll be in contact real soon, man.
1: Look forward to it. Thank you so much.
0: Anytime, buddy. All right, take care.